Hello and welcome to Mystic Stew. My name is David Hansel. I am a medium and a spiritual teacher. Today's episode is about animals. Animals are such a broad, huge, gigantic range. There's so much to say about it, but this is more of a little rant that I have and a little knowledge that I know that I have obtained spiritually through meditation, through talking to spirits, and through doing scientific research. Thank you so much for listening, and if you're ready to go down the rabbit hole, let's begin. Hi, and welcome back to Mystic Stew. I am your host, Medium David Hansel. I hope you are doing well today. Today, I thought I would talk about animals. It is a huge, gigantic subject, and this is only the tiniest bit of it. But a question I get a lot is why I don't eat the animals. I don't. I'm what's considered a pescatarian, um, which means I will consume fish once in a great while. It's not often anymore. Now it's down to maybe once a month, if anything. I just don't. I don't need it. Um, but people ask me why I don't eat animals. It is a personal stance that I have and it is not right for me to push it on anyone else. Um, but I will tell you that uh, I just don't find it necessary for my body or myself at this point. And there's a big argument out there about whether we should eat or not eat animals. I'm going to tell you this. My, from my view, I do not think it's wrong to eat meat. I don't think it's wrong. I know a lot of vegans or anything might get mad at me for saying that, but I don't think it's wrong to eat it. What I do find wrong, I guess if you want to use that word, is the abuse of them beforehand or um, the indulgence that human beings have. Um, we're just self-righteous, it seems, about animals. And it stems from people quoting of the Bible saying that God gave us dominion over animals. Okay, that is true. You do have dominion over animals, but by saying that, it just means you pretty much have a bit more knowledge or intelligence than animals do. It doesn't mean that they are there for your abuse or, you know, to to just have your way with them and treat them like crap and then you go on your merry way that is not what that means as far as i'm concerned but let's start out by me telling you uh the simple definition of an animal okay i took this of course out of a dictionary but the definition of an animal is a member of the kingdom animalia and is typically characterized by a multicellular body, specialized sense organs, voluntary movement, and responses to factors in the environment and the ability to acquire and digest food. So a horse, a lion, a dog, a gerbil, a human, we are all animals. That is what an animal is. Animals are intelligent. Most of them are. They're in different degrees. Now, dolphins, they're very intelligent, and researchers have found that these mammals are some of the few animals they understand when they see their own reflection. They understand. They know what it is. Crows, they use tools. 
They solve problems. Elephants, they remember. They go to certain places when they die. They will rally around the young and protect them because they're intelligent. They know what's going on. Pigs are intelligent. Pigs are extremely intelligent. They, their organs mimic ours. A lot of them do. And I'll tell you a quick story. For someone who doesn't eat animals, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a certain disease where it's not really a disease, but my pancreas does not make enzymes to digest food anymore. It stopped. So I have to take enzymes when I eat. Now, the enzymes I take when I first started, I found out that they came from pigs. That killed me. I thought, oh my gosh, I just can't do it. I went through so much research on this medicine and finally called, I got a hold of the number of like, we'll call them the scientists or the people who know all about what it's made out of. And they told me, I asked, did you guys just, do you raise pigs just to get their enzymes for people? Is that what you do? Because if you just have some slaughter farm for enzymes, uh, I'm not taking it. There's just no way. It was heartbreaking. I did find out, however, that that's not the case. What happens is they use tissue from the pancreas of pigs that have already been disposed of for food. So there were food grade pigs. Whatever that means, that just sounds funny. Um, but that's what they use that from. And then they synthetically make the enzymes from that. I thought I can deal with that. Um, every day though, when even when I have to take that medicine or when I take that medicine, I do always think the animal in my head. I think it's very important that you think any animal that you're consuming, whether it be for medicine, whether it be for food, for anything, the clothes you wear, everything. I think you should give thanks to that animal. I'm going to tell you from a psychic or a spiritual point of view that animals are well aware of their demise. They really are. They know what may or may not happen to them. And they come here anyway, not just to experience life just as we are, but to hopefully help change something. Um, I have, I know that animals weren't truly meant to be used as they are nowadays. Um, I don't think they were at all. We've been eating animals since the beginning of time and animals have been eating each other since the beginning of time. I know, let's say back in, back in the day, you know, Hundreds of years ago, of course, a human being's hungry. It sees a wild pig. It goes out. It kills the pig. It eats it. It saves every part of it. And, you know, and they feel fine. And that pig was just walking around. It was dead. It was done. Dead, done. There was, it was more mercy. There was mercy involved in that. Nowadays, we raise them and put them in pens and keep them there. And they are they're abused so much. I mean, they're just raised as food. That's all people think of. They're just, they're just something that you eat. They don't look at the animal thinking this animal can feel things. This animal knows experiences. It can be happy. It can be sad. It knows. So getting off the track, I digress though. Um, so animals are intelligent and they are sentient beings, like I was saying. 
um, there's absolutely no doubt. Scientists know this. And the, the definition of sentient is simply able to perceive or feel things. Animals do feel emotion and they form attachments and they have distinct personalities for the most part. Most all of them do. Now, if there's a lion, let's say that was born in the in, in Africa or in the wild and it wasn't it came here and it wasn't going to be around humans or anything, it's probably going to follow more of a mechanics of why it's here. It's just going to go through the experience and whatever happens to it happens to it, kind of like human beings. It knows we're going to come here. It's going to learn something, do something. We don't know if we're going to get hit by a car or murdered or if we're going to get a disease and die or a train runs us over. We don't know that, you know, uh, on, the, on the human level, we don't know it. On the soul level, we most likely do. Same with the animals. Um, most of those animals that aren't going to be with people are well aware that something may or may not happen to them and what they came here to do. So animals are sentience. And they, the sentience kind of refers to the ability of animals. You know, they feel, experience emotions such as joy, pleasure, pain, fear. And we, we kind of dismiss that. We dismiss that and we think that there are nothing more than tools here for us. And that is absolutely not correct in my opinion. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is what God would say about animals. Because people are always using the God defense. And in Genesis 9, 3, 4, God tells us that a person cannot cut off the limb of a living animal. In Exodus, the Ten Commandments reminds us that we are supposed to treat animals with respect and care, particularly those who work our land. Which is telling us, if you're you know going by the Bible, that animals are being revered. I mean, if you're going to eat them and everything, if you need to take care of them. I think that animals that you are going to eat should be treated as kings and queens are treated they, with the utmost respect. You should be on your knees bowing to them every day. Thank you so much for coming here and deciding to die by my hands so I can eat you and survive. That's fine. The animal doesn't care. The animal, most animals on the other side, they want you to live just like they did. They want you to. And um, so they will do what they need to do in order to do it. They're very loving. They're very perfect. Okay. The next one, the next one would be, uh, what does Jesus say about animals? There's another defense people use. Now in Psalm 104, 31, it affirms that God rejoices in all his works and everything he has created. Proverbs 12, 10 says that a righteous man cares about his animal's health. Matthew 10, 29, in which Jesus identifies sparrows as animals, which are not valued by humans, but which God still knows and remembers. God, Jesus, every other deity knows exactly what animals are and what they do here. And they see them as perfection and beauty and helpful. And they are the epitome of all that there is. I mean, and humans forget that. We just we just abuse them and it's and it's kind of sad <clears throat> now christians uh, when people say they're going to eat meat and that's what this is about pretty much i get it they're going to eat meat but why they want to eat meat is is so silly in 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 my view nowadays we take animals and we're not just eating an animal anymore 
Um, I work at a grocery store, a major grocery store chain. And I'll tell you that I, I'm disgusted every day. And I even work in the deli and I'm a vegetarian. So I don't eat the stuff that I serve people or give people. And I make platters and I do all these other things and make pretty things out of dead animals. I feel like a mortician half the time. Um, and I thought, why am I placed in, why am I in this place when I don't eat this, you know, and I torture myself every day. I'm tortured every day. I'm tortured. And I did find this. The happy part is when I talk to people, you know, that are getting these things and I tell them my point of view, they understand. Most of them understand. Some of them don't. They just indulge, you know, they're no longer eating animals because they need to survive. They now want some special seasoning on it. And there's, you know, 50 different tastes of chicken and 50 different tastes of ham and beef and everything else because just eating it wasn't enough. Now we're just randomly killing it to add spices to it to profit off the death of animals. That's really scary to me. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not judging people who, who eat it. I mean, we eat it. I used to eat it myself. I used to eat it years ago. Uh, but I just find it so wrong to be so, oh gosh, self-entitled that animals are my, you know, we, keep, we people walk around and think animals are here for our purpose. God says so. So we will season it up and do whatever we want, sell it. That would be fine. But here's the deal. We don't do that. We waste it. Grocery stores throw away hundreds of thousands of pounds every day of animal flesh because people didn't buy it. One, because either it was too expensive or it went bad. So when I see whole chickens being thrown out because nobody would eat them, they weren't donated to anybody, I just, I want to cry half the time. I really do. Those chickens lost their life for nothing. I mean, in my eyes, it was nothing. I'm sure there's a grand plan to all of it. You know, there always is, you know. But, um... It's scary and it's sad. I think that we should see anything we eat as we should, like I said earlier, we should praise that animal. If you're going to eat meat, there's nothing wrong with it. Go ahead, eat meat. That's fine. Go to the store, buy your meat. You know, you don't see what's on the other end. We always sweep it under the rug. What we don't know won't hurt us. That's, that's true. What we don't know don't hurt us. Before I stopped eating meat, I knew nothing about what happened to animals. I didn't know anything. I just, oh, it was just an animal. It was a meat. They did it. Who knows how they got it, you know? I never fathomed how they did. And when I found out and when I knew, and uh, part of the reasons why I don't eat it had to do with the near-death experience, I thought, oh my gosh, how barbaric and terrible was I to consume these things, you know, without researching what's happening. You know, we wouldn't do that to another human being and human beings are animals. Why would we do it to an animal? That's just quite scary. The Christians today interpret, uh, they, they, they think that they have stewardship over God's creation, but we shouldn't, we should care for everything. Uh, an animal's life is valuable. And God has given human humans the right to use animals for their survival, but they are expected to do so humanely and sustainably. That's what it is, humanely and sustainably, which means you raise the animal, it, you, it's 
you you do it in with loving care you do it however you do it but that the animal needs to be taken care of before you take it to slaughter there are so many places that abuse these animals before they're killed and if you think that the animals don't feel this or know this you're sadly mistaken because they do they understand what is going on and human beings we just choose what animals are going to eat like here we say well we don't eat dogs because they're pets for crying out loud we can't eat a dog but a pig is smarter than a dog. It has more intelligence. It's more aware of itself than a dog is. A pig is, is I mean, a pig will, you know, hey, I'm going to tell you this. The wild pig in the woods, it would, it would tear you apart and eat you, <laughs> okay? But that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is how we're raising them. You know, we decided, you know, humans said, oh, dogs are cute and fluffy, so they're going to be pets and pigs are ugly. Even though they're smarter than dogs, they're ugly and they're dirty, so they're going to be food. <laughs> we decided who eats what and who eats who. That's crazy. That's not what I don't think God meant by dominion. It meant that it's, dominion means that human beings are a little bit more intellectually smarter. I mean, for other planets, we're like second to spiders, you know, or second to lizards. You know, we're not that we're not that special. We're not that special. We can't think that we're that special that we can just go around and kill whatever we want. It's kind of crazy. Now, the good news is there is um, the uh, Christian vegetarian, and his name is Andrew Lindsay, and he's an English Anglican priest, theolo uh, theologian, and prominent figure in Christian ve uh, vegetarianism. And he's a founder and director of the Oxford Center for Animal Ethics, and that's like uh, it's an independent academic center that was opened in November 2006 to promote the study and discussion of animal ethics. He says something very smart, and I want you to listen to this. He tells Christians that you should treat every sentient animal according to its intrinsic God-given worth and not according to its usefulness to human beings. Christians who do this will achieve a far greater spiritual appreciation and worth of creation. In short, you should get on your knees, like I said earlier, and you should thank. Well, you don't have to literally get on your knees, but thank these animals for coming here and doing what they do for you. We forget. They don't have to come here. Everything has a choice to come here. But they do come here. And they lay down their life for you to eat. And that's fine. You don't have to think of it any other way. You don't have to stop eating meat. Just be a little bit more aware of what you're doing and how it's gotten. How you, how you got it. Um, we have pets too, which is great. Let's talk about that for a minute. The dictionary defines a pet as any domesticated or tamed animal that is kept as a companion and cared for affectionately. Any animal which can live a healthy life in captivity can be raised as a pet. But this definition really doesn't include animals like fish because they say they don't bond with people, but they are clearly considered to be pets. I don't know a lot about fish i do know that they, they tend not to really care as much about you uh, the fish is a mammal like a dolphin of course dolphins do but you know a, a carp 
<laughs> probably doesn't care what happens to you. If somebody murders you in front of a carp or a bass, they, they'd just swim off like, I don't know what happened, boom, and go. So they're not really up there in the knowledgeable scale, but still, that's you don't want to treat that badly because people look at it and they say animals are you know you can treat them how you want god said so but that's not true they are still a life like flowers and plants you don't just run around and chop down a tree for no reason there needs to be a reason behind it you know not just because it's ugly or because it you know ran after me and snarled or whatever you know or a or a fish came too close to me in the ocean it scared me drip its head off yeah it's you know i i get it it's kind of like bugs. We've all mushed a bug before. Um, and let's talk about that for a minute. Bugs, as far as I know, all the research I've done spiritually and and uh, uh, scientifically here, bugs are pretty much like a mechanic. They're a me they run by mechanics. So let's just say there's a big bug brain in the sky and all these little tiny bugs come here. They do their earth thing because they need to do it. It has to be done here. Everything has a purpose, right down to a fly, to a mosquito. They all have a purpose. Everything on this planet has a purpose to be here. No matter how weird or strange or small that purpose would be, they do have a purpose. Pets, when you do have a pet, and this is what really scares me about human beings. So we already covered about how we treat animals as food. But some people treat pets even worse. They they beat them. They yell at them. They uh, abuse them. They People where I live, uh, if they need to go live in a new apartment and the apartment says, you can't have cats. And they've had this cat for 15 years. And I'm like, well, it's time to get rid of Fluffy because I got to move into this place because it's so pretty. And then they just get rid of Fluffy or they leave Fluffy on the side of the road. They do this all the time. And that's that's sad. You, they think they own a pet. I don't think anybody owns a pet. I don't. There's. I think that word "own" a pet should be out of there. That you, we don't own any living thing here. We don't own it at all. That pet chose to come here and be with us. Okay. Um, that it's just how it is. We should we should treat them even better than what we treat animals. We're gonna kill. You know they depend on us. Animals are just so beautiful and we should treat them like they are works of art because that's what they are. Everything living on this planet is a beautiful creation of God and you are a creation of God and you are also a creator. If it wasn't for you agreeing to see the animal you see, you'd never see it. You had to agree that this animal existed. You had to agree what this animal does and what it's for. But unfortunately, a lot of us, when we get here, we forget that. We forget how beautiful and loving and beautiful these creatures are. And they're not just something to sustain our life, uh, for our physical life. They are here to sustain our emotional life as well. Just seeing an animal in the woods, seeing a deer run by when you're going for a hike is the most beautiful thing. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's an awe. You wonder, how did that animal get here? What is that animal thinking? What are that animals doing? It's so beautiful and so perfect in every way. Animals are perfect. Human beings are not. I'm not human being bashing, but we're not perfect. They come here and they know. 
They come here with way more knowledge than we do. They remember way more than we do. It takes us an entire lifetime to remember things. But they remember it the moment they get here. So that is my little chat on animals. Um, there is way more. That's just a little bit. Kind of went on a tangent there. But I just wanted to give you some information. And to be clear, if you eat meat, that's fine. That is fine. You know, if that's what you do and that's how you're raised, you can't, I can't change your mind on that. I would ask, though, that when you do consume anything, that you say thank you. Just a simple thank you in your head. You don't have to say it out loud. Anything you do, uh, any medicine you take that was, that an animal had to suffer for, um, the makeup you put on that they put in a bunny's eyes to see how the bunny would react, which is so funny. I don't think, why would they do that? Why would you put it in a bunny's eyes or a monkey's eyes or a rat's eyes to see how, if it was safe for humans? At that point, I personally don't care if it's safe for humans. If you had to test on an animal and it's that dangerous, then you shouldn't even be putting it on a human. But whatever you do, just say thank you. And if you ever decide to not eat animals, that's fine. I, I'm with you on there. Uh, and I hope some of you kind of cut down a little bit just from hearing this. You don't have to stop. I'm not asking you to stop. I'm asking you not to indulge so much. We are slaughtering tens of thousands and thousands of animals unnecessarily every year because grocery stores need their shelves to look pretty. And that's stupid. That is so stupid. It's just getting thrown out. It could be feeding human beings that are starving, that don't have any money uh, to buy this extravagant seasoned pig that you buy all the time, you know. But, you know, you're eating a sandwich, you're eating meat, you're hungry, you need nutrition. Of course you should eat meat. If that's what your body says it needs, then go ahead and do it. Just be a bit more thoughtful about it. And do a little bit of research. And if you have an animal or a pet as an uh, animal as a pet, love that animal. That animal didn't come here just on a whim. That animal came here to be with you. It is all predestined. Treat them as if they were the world. Treat them as if they were God because in a sense they are. How you treat animals is how you think of God. Keep that in mind. How you treat animals is how you feel about God. Because inside every animal, just like every human, is a piece of God. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions about animals, um, go ahead and write to me at david at theywhispermedia.com or you can leave a message on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me today and have a wonderful, wonderful life. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's episode on animals. If you have any questions about animals or anything about this episode, you can write to me at david at theywhispertome.com. If you want to know more about me or schedule a reading, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com. Follow me on Instagram at Medium David Hansel or on Facebook at The Spirit Experience, which is my Facebook group, or They Whisper to Me, which is my page. Thank you so much for listening today, and be kind to animals. Be good, and be good to yourself. Have a great day. Bye-bye.